The universe. It is filled with mysteries and wonders. Its expanse is billions of light years. This podcast will answer the question of what action figures and collectibles the hosts are buying this month? Welcome to Tales from the Collectorverse. Here are your hosts, Ryan Parent and Ed Campbell. To Tales from Collectors. This is season three, yes, episode four. Um, if you, well, if you go back and watch the last if episode, you got, if you got a little confused, I had no idea what season we're in, where we are, and um, I wasn't any help. Well, in my defense, I broke my foot. Your defense, I have no idea. Yeah. Anyways, I am Snowhawk Cosplay Ed Campbell, and with me is uh, Ryan Parent. How you doing, Ed? I am good. How are you? I'm doing well. Well, as I mentioned, uh, yeah, I broke my foot and we talked about last episode, so I finally have the cast off and I have a little bit better mobility now. That's good, yes. And uh, I have a walking boot and so I'm going to go real crazy and by time you listen to this episode, it will be day one of Calgary Expo. Around-ish. But close to it. Well, we expo start Thursday? Thursday. That's if I put it up on Wednesday night. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, put it up sooner. I may put it up Thursday. But yeah, Thursday it'll be out in Calgary. Well, right now we're recording in the studio, but by the time you hear this, we I will be at Calgary Expo. So yes, nice. uh, stay tuned to um, all your con stories next episode. Yeah, my. Stay tuned to my Instagram, Snowhawk Cosplay, to see what's going on. Uh, I guess also Facebook, because I link them together. But anyways, um, what have you been up to besides uh, going to see like Super Mario Brothers and all the other stuff you've been reviewing on the main channel? Oh, getting a really, uh, an actual night's sleep now. After I got my sleep apnea machine and I put on my diving my diving nose breathing thing at night, it's nice to actually sleep at night. Well, now, hey, we're recording in the evening and normally you'd be... Uh, I'd be like falling asleep on the couch by now. Yeah. So, so, yes, that's a plus. So if we start falling asleep, it could be because of the beer. Could be, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, uh, let's start off, the seg- or start off the show like we start off every show with six figures this month. So... Uh, what do you got for six figures? Uh, what do I got? Let's see. Um, let's put this one away. Okay, my list isn't that isn't as long as it was like last month. Yeah. Um, but I do have some new additions. I picked up the TMNT Universal Monsters Hunchback Leonardo. Oh, okay. To go with the to do the, the turtle monsters things. Yeah, uh, we got them in that Bigby Comics, so I was able to pick them up. Mm-hmm. And then to follow up later, you know, just a week or so ago, we got another shipment of NECA stuff, and I managed to get myself the second 
the last Ronin figure, so the unarmored one. Yep. Uh, I haven't posted photos of that yet because I actually haven't taken it out of the package yet. I've been a little slow with unboxing my toys. So what's left in the Universal TMNT? Or have they announced? Um, there's, uh, well, a few. There's a, well, I still have not gotten the, the Splinter. Yes. As Van Housing. There's Donnie as the Invisible Man. Oh, okay, Donnie as the Invisible Man. Um, and then Casey. Toys R Us has Casey as the Phantom. Yes. I've looked at it. At first, I was a little eh about it. I saw some nice pictures of it this week. It has with an alternate head that's like a skeleton, like a skull, that looks really nice. Mm-hmm. So I may, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to wait on that one. I, I'm just wondering, are they going to come out with anyone else, like Shredder or something? I wouldn't be surprised. I would assume they would. Like, why wouldn't they? Like, I can see them just, you know, there's no... Like creature from the Black Lagoon yet? So maybe you make Shredder as the creature. Well, there's no creature. There's no Wolfman. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have Splinter as Wolfman? Because he's already fuzzy. Mm. But it would have probably made more sense to make Shredder as Van Helsing because he hunts the monsters. So he's going to be hunting his own boy, his own sons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Anyways. don't think too hard. Don't look at him yeah. too closely, kids. Um, so those guys, you know, great additions. Um, I picked up some new Star Wars Black Series figs. Yep. I finally got my Grand Inquisitor from yes. from, uh, from the Kenobi series. Yep. And then I finally got a Cad Bane and a Cobb Vanth. Okay. So it's the cartoon version of Cad Bane that came out a while back. Um, I was able to pick him up um, once again. We got a... Mark uh, at Big B Comics bought a big Star Wars collection. Mm-hmm. Lots of three and three quarter inch and a bunch of black series. And of course, um, you know, they all went out on Friday and I work on Saturdays. So when I got there first thing in the morning, I was like, I want this one and I want this one. You get full pickings before anyone else gets well, it. You could have gone there on Friday because they were out in the store all day Friday. So yeah. I didn't get first picks, but I did get early pickings. I beat Brent to them. So oh, there we go. That's all that matters. You beat Brent. Yep. So it's great, and it, that Cobb Vance—it's a deluxe figure. It's like it's pretty, much, you know, it's a nice figure. Yeah. Um, and I missed out on both of those at retail, so I was happy to find them. I picked up some more Marvel Black Series figures. Uh, so more Marvel Black Marvel Legends. Mm-hmm. The new Across the Spider Verse yep. Part One wave came out. So, since I already have like Peter and Miles from the Marvel Legends from the first movie, I didn't. I passed on them. But I did pick up uh, Spider Gwen, yep, uh, Spider Punk, and twenty ninety nine. Gwen looks awesome. She is. I Punk is very stylized. I still think I like my first, the original, like comic book version of Spider Punk better. Yeah, and twenty ninety nine is also very stylized. He's very bulky. He like almost has the Batman animated series feel to him. He looks very, like, yeah, Dorito-shaped. Yeah. Um, I love 2099. It might be different maybe once I see the movie. Just in the trailer, I'm not digging what they're doing with 2099. Yeah, he kind of comes off as a dick in the trailer. He doesn't fit, in my opinion. Okay. Um, Apparently, 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 Superior is in the movie somewhere. Oh, nice. I can see that. There's a lot of spiders in there. Apparently, the cartoon versions, possibly, of Tom Holland, Toby, 
And Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans are in this too. Well, I'm really. Or at least I know we know that they make a reference to Tom Holland. Yeah, I'm really hoping that. I think it's tough to explain Superior, which if you don't know, Superior is Doc Ock's brain in Peter Parker's body. But I love Superior. That was such a great run. It was a great run. It was a good character evolution for sure. It was one of those where. Doc Ock was a better Spider-Man than what Spider-Man is. And then but then in the end realized he wasn't. Yeah. And let Peter take over again. Yeah. So yeah. No. Which then he became, you know, like the superior octopus and then And know. then another spider version of Spider-Man and but it wasn't that the exact same it was like a copy of him then. Yeah. And yeah, it's great comics. Read them. Go buy them. Yeah. So then anyways, Doc Ock's back and but I really, I really like Superior. I really hope Superior is in the movie more than just a cameo. But anyways, um, I just, I love 2099. I'm just not digging them in the movie so far. Even the figure, just the size of the figure is not what Superior is well, in yep, my opinion. No. But I liked, I already had Noir and Ham and Peter B. Parker and Miles. So I was like, I got my little like, Across the Spider Verse into the Spider Verse shelf yep. going on, so I was like, "Yeah." Are you going to get the um, cy or cyborg cyborg, cyborg Spider, Spider Woman? Woman? No, not yeah. at that price. Yeah, I also didn't pick up that Spider Woman. Maybe after I see the movie, I'll be interested in it. But right now, it doesn't interest me. Yeah. Well, and so far, the Gwen looks. Oh, the Gwen's great. The yeah. Gwen, yeah, Gwen, Gwen is wonderful. And then I had one more purchase. You're not even at six. Yeah, that was six. Oh, okay. Well, it was... Sorry, you're right. It's not six. There's five different lines. More than six purchases. <sighs> oh, gotcha. Right, because there was two Turtles, five Legends, or oh, three Legends. There we go. Three Star Wars. So that's over six. All right. Math. And the last one is called The Sixth. Hmm? That's what it was called. I that? picked up... I went to the Barry Comic-Con... Mm-hmm. That took place a few weeks, uh, I guess, a few weeks ago now, and the guys from TVX Sabers had a table, and we all know how much I love my lightsabers. Yep, and it's so hard to say no when there's one right in front of you, especially the one that looks like, like Luke's from Return of the Jedi. Yep, and that's why it's called the Sixth, and they had a bit of a deal on it because it's just a. It's an RGB one. It's not like it doesn't have the lights in the blade or anything. It's just all the thin hilt, but it lights up nicely. It's got the motion activated. You can multiple sound fonts, multiple colors. Uh, has a really nice like whooshing sound to it when you use it. So yeah, so I dropped a little, a few bucks on that. And I have another lightsaber now. Uh, a few bucks. Few bucks. I'm gonna put up a finger. And each finger is $100. You don't have to say how much it Keep was. Keep going. Too much. Like it, like, 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 it's, this, like a half a finger here at this point? That much. Okay. Which really, you know, and it was the price they had. They had a sale on their website anyway. So I paid $280 for it. Okay. I'll say it. I paid $280 for it. It was what they had on sale. And, but you know... Look at the Black Series, the Hasbro Black Series lightsabers right now. Yep, you're lucky to find it at retail for any of them for four hundred bucks. Well, I 
it's funny because TVX Sabres, um, there's quite a few cosplayers I know in the cosplay yes. community who are associated now with TVX and they have promo codes. Um, so like TVX has been on my radar lately. I have been on their website. So what you paid for it is definitely a lot less because I was looking at the Kylo Ren inspired lightsaber. Yeah. And it's like almost six. Yeah. Now, the funny now, thing which, is. Which version? Because it was one of the ones with the lights and the blade or not? Because those ones are more expensive too. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. It just and I, they did have it on. They had it on their site for the same price. I, I found that out because when I went home, I was like, "Oh, what's this one called?" So I went on their site and saw it. And I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I got a little bit of a deal, yeah, a con deal on it." But it was on sale for two for the same price on their site. So. Well, um, if you are looking for TVX sabers, hit me up. I can direct you over to some promo codes yeah, there you if go. you want to get a 15 percent discount online. Um, but on top of that. Um, I was in Halifax this week. Okay. And when I was flying out of Toronto to go to Halifax, there was a guy shows up with his luggage and then a big long case. And of course I had my headphones in cause I was listening to a podcast and he starts pulling out, this big long tube out of his bag. Then he opens up his little case and he. So he, he's in Pearson and he lights up a lightsaber. <laughs> so then he starts handing it to people. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, is this dude like selling lightsabers? Like this is quite the pitch because there yeah. was a bunch of kids there from, uh, found out that they were from Newfoundland because they, they were on the same plane cause they were, they were at a they were a choir. Okay. So he's like walking up to everybody in the at the gate waiting area, handing them a lightsaber. So I'm like, interesting sales pitch. Somewhat pathetic, but interesting. So <laughs> then I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, I wonder if this guy's like TVX. But I guess there's so many of those oh, Neo so Pixel yeah, hills. Yeah. Like and there's so many companies now. And the funny thing is, I did notice that, like, the box that the Saber, it's, like, the hilt was in, it's the exact same box as my, my CR Saber one that I got at Fan Expo was in. Yeah. The only difference is that, you know, because it even says, like, like, custom Saber written the exact same way, and then they stuck, like, a, T, uh, a TVX, like, their logo sticker on the box, too. Probably if we wanted to do it, we could probably find... Oh, yeah, the original find, vendor, yeah, and we right could have in China, and we could have uh, Tales from Collectiverse <laughs> Sabers, <laughs> TCV Sabers. Anyways, uh, so that's all of your. That's all I bought this month. I, now I do have a couple things pending. Yeah. Um, Brent did pick up for me during Five Dollar Fridays. I think last week, Asbats from the animated series. Azrael Batman. Oh, yes. Yeah. The armored one was on for $5 Friday. I saw that and I already paid full price for yep. the one. So. so Brent managed to find one for me. He just still haven't gotten it from me. He keeps forgetting to bring it to me. Yeah. And I keep forgetting to pay him for it. So I think I actually, yeah, whatever. Yep. And then my brother just this week finally bought me a birthday present. Okay. Uh, he picked me up the DC Multiverse McFarlane Frankenstein. Oh, okay. 
Uh, so that's up at my parents' house. So I'll get that this later this week. So that'll be on next month's list. There's a preview. So there you go. You got a preview of next month's six figures. Well, to round out my six figures this month, yep. Um, a whole bunch of pre-orders I had on Big Bad Toy Store showed up. Um, so let's go top of the list. Always the best place to start. That's a good way to start. I got the NECA Count Dracula, which is the color version. Yes, I've been looking at that one. Yeah, so it's the NECA Universal Monsters Count Dracula, uh, Bella Lugosi. So that is the the colored version. So he comes with like the bat and the bottle of wine and it was like a plate. And- yeah, and then I also got the black and white version, which is the Carfax Abbey. So that's um, that's where he's in his his top hat and his cape. Oh, so it's a different figure completely. It's completely different. Yeah. So like Frankenstein, the mummy, those are just repaints. They're repaints. Or a lack of paints. Dracula is completely different. It is a completely different figure. It's the Carfax Abbey. So yeah, completely different accessories, um, different heads, I think different head sculpts too. Oh, nice. So um, I was going to, you know, Dracula is one of my top when it comes down to the Universal Monsters. It was like, okay, I'll choose one. And it's like, no, because they're, they're both different. You, oh, that's, yeah, especially since they're different. You can yeah. totally justify having both of them. And I also got the, um, hmm, it's not on my list, but it was in the same box, the Jada Toys Dracula, which it is Dracula, but most of the branding on it is Bella Lugosi. Yeah. So it's a little bit different because uh, he the the packaging is awesome. So before we started recording, I, I took Ryan down to my office yes. to show him. So the way the packaging is, it folds out so it looks like a brick wall, and it has uh, posters on the wall of Bella Lugosi. Of the performance, yeah. Yes, Bella Lugosi, Ian Dracula. And then it also comes, like some of the accessories, comes with little paper waybills of of the the posters for the movies. Yeah, like I, I remember I think when we first were mentioning this figure in the news that it, we were, it was being marketed as Bella Lugosi as Dracula, not like the other one where it's... Uh, is, who, who directed Is it Carl... Who, who directed? Like somebody, when you look at the package, it actually oh, says yeah, like, it's like uh, Carl, Carl, Carl Lamley. Yeah, because that one says like, Carl Lamley's Dracula. Yeah. But then you can see that like, Bella Lugosi is Dracula. Yeah. So it's like. It's almost like this one is more licensed by yeah. Bella Lugosi as yeah. Dracula. So it's almost like it was it was a double, a double thing. It, that's why I was more interested in this one because it was, it does, like, it has Bella Lugosi's signature on it. Yeah, and it was like really Bella Lugosi is is more prevalent in all of the features on it. Yeah. Um, now I have the Jada Toys, yeah, the creature and Frankenstein, and, and they were good figures, but yeah, their packaging was nowhere near as nice as this one. No, this one here like is so good, I almost don't want to take it out of the package. Yeah. Now I I have I I yeah. oh, you, had, you took it out, put it back. I snipped you, the you know, tape yeah. so I could look at it. Um, but yeah, beautiful, beautiful packaging and just the figure is not the same quality as NECA, but still 
cool. It's still nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got another pre-order was the NECA Toonie Terrors Teen Wolf. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Okay. Yeah. So, nice. um, it's Is funny. Is he wolfed out? Yes. Okay. And he has the basketball. Nice. So like years ago, um, my daughter, she loves 80s stuff. So I picked her up the Funko of Teen Wolf. Okay. I just happened to find out Toys R Us and it was like, man, there was like no Teen Wolf merchandise. I'm waiting for NECA to make a Teen Wolf figure. Like they've already got the Michael J. Fox head sculpt. Oh, if they make a Teen Wolf, Ultimate Teen Wolf NECA figure, I'm buying that. Yeah. But the Toonie Terror I had to have. Yeah, no. Um, I picked up, you know, kind of switching over to G.I. Joe. The There was a Hollywood Rides, so, you know, the, uh, the die-cast vehicles. Okay, yeah. So, like, if you go into, like, you know, Toys R Us or Walmart, they... If you go oh, into like, the, okay, yeah, like the, the tie gas section, you get yep. like the Hollywood rides, so you get like the Fast and Furious. Or I remember, yeah, we were looking at those, those like, you know, Echo One. Yeah. Yep. I got a Hollywood's ride his tank with die cast Destro. Oh, nice. See, I hadn't seen that one. I'd seen there's a, I don't know if it's a Hot Wheels, there's a Land Shark. Have you seen that one? From He Man? Uh, I've seen the Hot Wheels. Yeah. I've yeah, seen those. In that area that I keep seeing, but I never saw. That there was a die cast his tank. Otherwise, you know I'd have been sending you pictures. Oh yeah, <laughs> no. So this big bad toy store. Oh okay. Nice. So it was like twelve bucks American. That's not bad. And then staying with cars, um, you know, back over to Jada Toys. They also have a die cast line. Um, so I picked up the Robo Robocop OCP Ford Taurus. Nice. So it's the Robocop police car. Uh, I posted pictures on on Tales from Collector vs. Instagram. And it also comes with a little die cast Robocop. Oh, nice. In so, scale. So that's perfect. Yeah. So I was like, nope, that's perfect for my Robocop collection. And um, other pre-orders I had was Masters of the Universe Origins uh, Snake Armor Skeletor. Um, so it's a it's just a regular release figure, not one of the deluxe ones. Okay. Um, so it was like, you know, from the, so was that an origins or a revelations origins, origins. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I thought I heard you say that, but my, my brain don't work so good sometimes on a Friday night. And then I also got tongue lash or from the, uh, masters universe origins line. Nice. And as far as Masterverse goes, um, I got. Manny Faces. Yep. That was a, you know, I saw that one downstairs. Very nice sculpt. Yep. Does he, does the head change or is it face plates? I haven't, I haven't taken him out of the package. Yet. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, unfortunately with uh, my broken foot, I can't quite get into the shelf and I was like, yeah, might as well leave they might package. as well sit in package until I can actually yep. stand at a shelf securely to rearrange stuff. Uh, but yeah, I got Manny Faces. Then from the uh, Princess of Power line for Masterverse, I got Shadow Weaver. That's a nice looking figure too. So far, everything in the the Shira line, whether it was Hordak, Shira, Bang On, Catra, Frosta, all awesome. Oh, okay. So before we get too far, just because we're talking to He Man, yeah, you've got 
a, an Origins Horde Trooper, right? Yes. So I was watching a toy hunt video. Um, it was a it was a guy down in Toronto went to it's like Shark Liquidations or a Shark Manufacturer. Mm-hmm. It's a man. You know, it's one of those warehouse discount stores. They had Origins figures on the end for like $5, and it's the wave with like Sunman and the Horde Trooper, and so they had Horde Troopers for 5 bucks. Ooh. Yeah. No, the Horde Trooper is awesome. Yeah. And I, see, I figured as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, I know Ed would at least buy two more of those. Yeah, I like the Horde Trooper. At that trooper. price. It's a Trooper. How can you not have more than one? Yeah. Well, plus the cool thing with them too is they have a spot on their chest that you push and they pop apart. Oh, even better. So like when He-Man, actually it'd be funny to do like Thunder Punch He-Man. Yeah, punching them and then have them. To punch them and have them like smashed to pieces. smashed apart, nice. And uh, they also had like the deluxes, which He-Man is it that comes with that spinning wheel punch thing, the deluxe one? Is that Thunder Punch? Uh, Thunder Fist. Thunder Fist, yeah. So that one was there for like- Sorry, Flying Fist. Okay, yeah. So they had that one, and then the, the the Skeletor one that went at that same time, and they were like nine dollars. Yeah, and those ones like really never hit retail up here. No, I found those in like Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, exactly. But now they're at a manufacturer liquidator in Toronto. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Shadow Weaver as far as the Shira wave, and then as far as the Revelations wave. Yeah. Sorceress. Oh. Yeah, that, that's a nice looking figure. And the great it's thing clean. with this sorceress, she looks better in a figure than she did on the cartoon. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, with the changes in Netflix recently, I, I got new Netflix, so it's like, might as well start my new algorithm. So I rewrote Revelation. Nice. And, uh, yeah, like the, the figure looks way better than what the animated one did because the animated one, she was older. And, yeah, exactly. But, um, and it is funny with Masterverse because you have very just because there's like new Eternia, Shira, and then Revelations. Yeah. So, like, new Eternia is updates on the classic figures. You have Revelations. So, it's just basically whatever showed up in the, in the Kevin Smith Netflix series. And then She-Ra. So basically an, a Masterverse version of the original toy. Um, the new Eternia is interesting because it is like they're taking original concepts and updating them. Yeah. So I, I like them, but so far out of everything in there, Revelations and... But I'd probably put She-Ra as my favorite because She-Ra basically looks like the animated series. Just yeah, updated. so far they've just been yeah they've been knocking those ones out of the park. Yeah, um, but the um, the final Masterverse I got was uh, so February February ugh, we were recording the podcast and it happened to pop up on my phone that Mattel Creations had a limited. Or a, sorry, Mattel Creations exclusive figure yep. of Evil Lynn as Dark Lynn. Yeah, God mode. So that Pretty is, much. if you watch Revelations, that's the final version of Evil Lynn yep. where she become, she gets the power. So she's all like hulked out. So I'm like, 
you know what? I love Evil Lynn. So I'm like, I'm going to order. Yeah. And so she showed up a little bit more expensive than you want to pay. It was like 60 bucks. Yeah. But if you think about it, it was shipped to me from Mattel for 60 bucks, collectible packaging with different artwork on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's another uh, instance of like very nice packaging, like very thought out, very very good artwork. Yeah, like you're not just you're not quick to throw this package away. No, I'm going to hold on to this package now. Again, yeah. the package isn't the same quality as say that that Neca, or sorry that Jada no. Dracula, that, like no. or like that um, the one Cobra Commander. Yes, it's not that level, but it's still it's it's above a regular release. It, it's good enough that you want to keep it. Yeah. Um, and the figure herself, she is bigger. As too. she should be. It's a good, almost like proper proportion because when she got the power in the cartoon, she became larger yeah. than people. So she's almost the same size as like the savage. Yeah. Uh, savage He-Man. Um, but she's like great sculpt, great like, no. And even, I don't know if you... When you looked at it, if you took it out, but... It, oh, I didn't take it out. I left it in the package. They almost do the same thing as what G.I. Joe is now doing with their plastic free packaging, where all the pieces okay, yeah. come in a separate box. Oh, okay. So with Evil Lynn, all her, all her additional hands come yeah. in a separate box oh, and nice. say Evil Lynn on it. So, nope, definitely, um, I'm, it was worth it nice. to get yeah. her. And then the last one, uh, I just as I went through, I would have mentioned it earlier. Um, the auction site that we uh, we patron, yep, they have a new uh, a new retail location, and to celebrate the grand opening, you get a ten dollar credit if you bought ten dollars or more. Yeah, so I end up getting a. Uh, uh, Python Patrol Cobra Bat. Oh, nice! Yeah. So by time have I was, enough bats. By time, by time I got my ten dollar promo credit, it was sixteen bucks. Nice. And I figured, well, the only other place to buy it was at Toys R Us, where you're paying forty five. Yeah. So it was a good deal. And hell, it's GI Joe. And what I tried to do on the auction site is make sure if people want to buy GI Joe in my hometown, <laughs> yep, they're damn well going to pay for, for it. So, but. That's all I have for six figures this month. As I said, um, with a broken foot, I really can't get out to doing toy hunting. So you I'm just, limited to... You brought toy hunting to you. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. I forgot one thing. a whole other page? <laughs> no, I forgot one thing. Okay. Again, um, since I can't go out and I have to have things shipped in, I picked up something on Amazon, which is the, I would call the Titan series or whatever they want to call it, the yep. the 12 inch kids line yes. of ac- action figures. Yep. Um, so from the Flash movie, I bought it on Amazon for like 14 bucks, but Keaton Batman. Yes, you did. And unlike the Marvel style of those figures, the DC actually has articulation. Yep. Elbows, shoulders, knees. Heads, hips. wrists. Yeah. And for 15 bucks or for, 14 bucks, it's a really good sculpt. Yeah. And it looks really good as Batman. So 
as soon as I saw it, I'm like, yeah, I think I need this for my collection. So he's on my Batman shelf. Yes. I, and I noticed him on your Batman shelf. Yes. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, I forgot to write it on my list, but I just remembered because we, uh, we looked at it before we, uh, yeah, before we, we started. came to the studio to record. Anyways, now on to the news. On Let's find out news. what we're going to be buying at a later date. I put my eyes on. And also, we had Star Wars Celebration in here, so there's a lot of freaking Star Wars stuff. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff, and not so much of some of other stuff. Like, no G.I. Joe. There was, sorry, no Hasbro G.I. Joe. But there was more Super 7 G.I. Joe. Yes, there was. And you've pre-ordered them. Yes, I did. And we, so those, the ones you pre-ordered are... Stalker, Gung Ho, Baroness, and Zartan. Yes, and all great figures, and they look well. They're awesome. great characters. The figures look great. You, especially now that you finally got Wave One in hand, to know that yeah, you're gonna keep getting those. Yes. And this time I ordered from Big Bad Toy Store versus. Yeah, so you don't have to go money. The funny thing is, is Super Seven had a promo that if you order from them direct, yeah, you get a. A bonus weapons pack. Yeah. Which is nice, but not necessary, unless you're a completionist. Again, I would love to get the extra weapons, but I'm not paying for it now to get it like in two years from now. Yeah. Um, So before we get into more toys, so there was, Hasbro had some big news in the collecting world, a big announcement. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're bringing back window packaging. Which I think that makes some people happy. Yeah. So they're going to bring back window packaging to their collector toy lines. Uh, the new windows will be made from bio PET or recycled PET. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good. I, I was wondering why they didn't just do that in the first place. It's like, if you, you know, you're trying to, it's going to still keep them on, on, on track to get their, their goals of less plastic, you know, of single use plastic. But it's like, why not? Why, like I, I wondered before, and I'm sure I said it here, like why didn't they just switch to something biodegradable or recycled instead or recyclable instead well, of going completely windowless because we've had, you know, just, well, it happened to Brent. He picked up the new Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, which I didn't have on my list. I got Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. I forgot. I didn't write them on my list. So I did get the new, the first indie from the indie wave, and it's a nice figure. Yep. Brent found it for me. Um, he had to return his first one he bought because he opened it up in his car, and Indy had no accessories. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, and he didn't even have his hat, and his hat is, uh, I think he didn't have his hat, and his hat is actually part of the figure. It doesn't come off, so it was missing, but it was off. Hmm. And he didn't have his, so he didn't have his whip. He didn't have the gun. He didn't have the idol. So it's pretty much like the little accessory pack bag was was not there. Yeah, that's not really toy swapping douchebag. No, it's pretty much a factory error. But that would be something you'd notice in a windowed package. Yeah. And they were good about it. They, you know, he, he was able to get his money back. They checked to see if they had any more in stock. They didn't. Uh, he was able to get it at the other Toys R Us, though. Well, I'm just. <sighs> I'm torn when it comes down to the windowless packaging because I love their artwork that they're putting on the windowless packaging. 
Well, especially the G.I. Joe stuff. Yeah. Like the regular Marvel Legends and like India, those ones are just mostly just a picture of the toy. Yeah. The Joes are putting beautiful artwork on there. Yeah, Joes are actually commissioning artists yeah. to do this Which stuff. I still say they should be offering those posters for sale or be putting out a poster book, like a, a, like another book with full like, full page images. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, so they're going to Windows again for collector lines. So the inbox collectors, like some people we know, will be happy and start buying toys again. Yep. Oh, yeah, so we got McFarlane announcements. Yep. We got some more DC. Uh, oh, we got a new announcement for the DC Powers uh, Superpowers, like the Super Friends, that toy line Superpowers. Yep. They announced a uh, Wonder Woman's Invisible Jet vehicle. Didn't they announce that on April Fool's Day? It was around April Fool's Day, which made it feel like, especially the first picture, made it look like a joke because it was just Wonder Woman sitting in the sky. Yeah. And then they did a follow-up later where it was actually like a translucent plastic jet with what, you know, that they are that they are coming out with. So, uh, and then, so we got some new page, uh, three-inch uh, page punchers, which I don't know who's buying those, but have, they're I putting have, them out. I have no interest, so. Yep. Um, there's a two new two packs. One's a Dark Knight Returns two pack that has Batman and the mutant leader, and the other one's a Dark Knight's Metal two pack with the Batman who laughs and Red Death. <laughs> and then the only other uh, real of interest maybe to us was there's a DC versus Vampires Superman from the multiverse uh, exclusive figure. <laughs> okay. Uh, we did the Super Seven Joes. NECA. NECA had a few. They announced some new more D&D figures. Uh, yeah, D&D figures. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons yes. characters. Uh, Strongheart and Zarak. I have no idea who these people are, but they look cool. Uh, there's a 89 Batman utility belt replica bundle. <sighs> yes, and it, the belt is actually big enough. Like I saw, that it actually extends like size wise, like for people like ourselves to actually be able to wear it. Well, I have the the batarang. Yep. I have the grapnel gun. Yep. So, yeah, mm, yeah. So yeah. Like a purchase of that belt could be in your future. Well, I do have the three D print file for eighty nine, and eighty nine has been on my goal forever. So. I just have so many print projects right now. <laughs> I have no time to print anything. You need to invest in, a, in another bigger, better printer. Yeah. Uh, ooh, so just today they finally were showing off. I think we may, I don't know if we talked about it before or not. The DC Direct, the Riddler Puzzle Box. So it's a big box. It's a box. It's a, it's a puzzle box. It's a, made by the Riddler. And you, there's... Uh, so many riddles in the in each box, and if you decipher it, you unlock the box and you get a replica battering hmm. out of the box. So you just have to figure out the puzzle. Yeah, so that's part of the fun, right? Is beating the riddler's puzzle, or you just be like Glass Onion, where you just, just smash beat, it open. Yeah, beat the box open. Uh, and their last uh, their little teaser post today for an April O'Neil. From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, The Lost Years. Oh, cool. Uh, so that'll be a nice little, another addition to that Last last, last Ronin toy line. Yeah. Um, Hasbro, you know, they put out some more D&D creatures. 
they put a out the displacer beast, which if you've seen the movie is like the cat with the two tails that like puts out a hologram. I do want to see the movie. I just haven't had a chance. Yeah, yet. well, it's tough for you to get out and about. Uh, an owl, a, a new owl bear. This one's uh, brown. Mm-hmm. Where the first one was white, and the Zan- Zanathar, which is like the floating head with tentacles creature. Okay, like that classic D and D creature. So I thought that's a cool one. We got a bunch of Indiana Jones announcements. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We're getting Indy from Dial of Destiny. Yes, we're getting Hel- uh, Helena Shaw from Dial of Destiny. Yep. We're getting Indy from Temple of Doom. We're getting Short Round from Temple of Doom. Yep. We're getting Indy hypnotized. Mm-hmm. We're getting Indy in Cairo. We're getting a Marcus Brody and Renee Bell- Belloc, um Arc Showdown 2-pack. Mm-hmm. And we're getting an Indiana Jones Temple Escape Deluxe figure. So it's like very similar to the first release figure with... Like a, but it comes with the, with the pedestal. It's got a little like it's got the idol. It's got a, like a little mechanism too that like actually will you know, will go down. It's got a replica bag of sand to put on it, and so that uh, that that's gonna fill out quickly the fill in the uh, Indiana Jones line real quick. Well, and the everyone from the from that wave, um, like Helena, yeah, yep, short run. They come with build a figure for the, oh that's right yes the the, the, the skull or whatever yeah. it is the the big skull with the little stones for the Shakara stones. So no, that would be neat. It's kind of interesting that they are coming out with a short round figure. Yeah, especially after like twenty end of twenty twenty two early twenty twenty three is the year of Gigi Kwan. Yeah, the actor he, who played yeah, yeah, around. And, you know, yeah, he, he just he just won an Oscar. He won yeah. an Oscar at D twenty three. He got reunited with with Harrison Ford. Yeah, and um, if you like pay attention to all the stories, or if you've listened, um, they had not seen each other since nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and like apparently Harrison Ford came up to him and said, "Are you short round?" Yeah, no, I was. Reading, I, I, I heard that interview. It's like he said that he was he was kind of nervous. He was like backstage in the green room, and his assistant came up to him and told him that you know Harrison's like because he knew Harrison was there and he was waiting for him. He was you know it kind of he was, getting, he was getting nervous and anxious and, and he's like he's just he's just outside, and so he said okay. So he went out and he walked out and they just kind of like he was Harrison Ford was talking to someone, and looked over and they just kind of they locked eyes. And he looked at him, and he's like, "Oh, he thought, you know, he, he, he was thinking, oh, he thinks I'm just some fan that wants an autograph or something." And he, yeah, he's asking, "Are you short round?" And he's like, "Yes, Indy, it's me." <laughs> and then they both like burst into tears and hugged, and it's just like, yeah. "Oh my god!" It's like, oh, you know, um, after watching Key Kwan win the Oscar, oh, seeing him backstage running into Brendan Fraser yeah. after he won the Oscar too, well. Key Kwan was at Hamilton Comic Con years ago. Yeah, and I think you were there with me at that one. Oh, was it that? Was it the one? The, I've only been there to Hamilton Comic Con like once. That was so. like 2014 when it was upstairs and downstairs. He was yeah. at that one. Oh, yeah, geez. and we like sat at his booth, like we were talking to him. 
Did we? I don't. I don't even remember that. That's okay. Funny. So yeah, like because that's where they had a lot of the Goonies there. Yeah. And it was in the afternoon. It was quiet, and nobody was there to see him. So it was kind of like stand around. I started talking to him. And it got to the point where, like, I realize I'm talking to him for like ten or twelve minutes, and there's nobody there, and there was a there was a chair sitting against the wall. So I went over and I grabbed the chair, yeah. and I wheeled it over and I put it in front of his booth, and I just sat in front of his booth, <laughs> and I was about a half hour talking to him. Nice. So like, if you look at it, it's like that was probably one of the coolest Comic Con experiences I ever had because. Like, I remember saying to him, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. When you made Temple, how old were you? And he's like, I was 12. I'm like, okay, I was nine when Temple came out. And I'm like, here I am seeing you on screen thinking I could be you. Yep. You're a kid running around with Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. And I said, you like super made that that movie accessible to me that like I could have been with Indy. But I'm like, but you're like, 12 years old and you're like working I said you are working with like people I grew up idolizing like George Lucas Harrison Ford and Spielberg yeah and they're your contemporaries so no it's just it is so awesome that and who would have ever figured that Kihi Kwan would ever get an action figure yeah you know now as I say that Ding, ding, ding. Somebody like NECA, whatever, get the rights to Goonies. Start putting out, like pumping out Goonies oh, figures. Oh, yeah. No. That's a line that's sort of Like, I know that they're sloth figures, but like, but man, no. you go and yeah. get like Chunk and and Data. Oh, yeah. No. no, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Uh, anyways, more future figures. More what future you figures. Okay. Um, we got Marvel Legends announcements. Yes. So, and it's funny, some of these got announced and they're already available in stores. Oh, there we go. Um, pretty much. So we got the Across the Spider-Verse wave yep. and I've already picked up some of them. So, Well, we already talked about that in Six Figures. So. Yeah. So there's a Spider-Woman, there's Miles, there's Peter B. Parker, there's Spider-Gwen, Spider-Punk, Spider-29. There's the Spot, who's one of the villains who yeah. I also passed on. And then there's that deluxe cyborg spider woman, which we mentioned earlier. So, yeah. and then just like within the last two days, they announced a another one of their Hasbro kind of exclusive animated series, like the VHS ones from Hasbro Pulse. Yep. There's another two pack coming for the Spider Man animated series. It's a Mary Jane Watson and Green Goblin two pack. And they look, they look great. They look like she, especially Mary Jane. She looks like she came right out of that cartoon. Yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, there wasn't really much for Marvel Legends because everything was announced last month. Um, I did see there's some new pictures come up, but I think a lot of it was stuff we already talked about. Um, I did see this week uh, Super Adaptoid. Yeah, but we talked about them last month. Okay. Yeah, because when they had one of their big Marvel Mondays, they yeah. talked about that one. Uh, just like there was new pictures for the. Um, that scroll secret invasion two pack with um, yeah super super, super scroll, scroll and, and the scroll, the scroll queen. queen and okay so yeah like you said we had Star Wars celebration yep and they did not disappoint in their Star Wars toy announcements well and you were working Saturday and I had not much to do during uh, Easter weekend there and so I basically watched. 
I just put Star Wars Celebration on all the time. Oh yeah, I was watching the I was watching that live video in the morning before I went to work that day and seeing like some of the interviews and stuff, yeah. and then yeah. Oh, so okay, so from the book of Boba Fett, we are getting a Black Series figure of the Pike Soldier. Mm-hmm. We are getting a Luke and Grogu two pack. Yes, we're getting a new. Now they're just they're not calling him Black Carsantin anymore. They're just Carsantin. Mm-hmm. So the big Wookiee that came out as the in the um, like the literature, like the comic book series that everybody was kind of disappointed in because mm-hmm. it, it didn't look big enough. New sculpt. This one looks like the TV, like the the, yeah. the TV one. Yep. And the two figures I just picked up this month are getting new re-releases. There's a new Cobb Vanth and Cade Bane two pack. Or, yeah, but then Cade's going to be the the live the action. Live thing. action, and this version of Cobb Vanth doesn't have the Boba Fett armor. Yeah. So this is a really good Timothy Oliphant. If you want a Timothy, Ol- Timothy Oliphant figure in your collection, yeah. this two-packs the, you know, is one to get. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also another Cad Bane single release coming from Book of Boba Fett. So he's getting two live action ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this one like carbonized or something like that? Or? No, just another, just a single release. Yeah. I wonder if the we'll find out that the two pack is maybe like an exclusive to somebody or something. Yeah, like Target or something. Like yeah. That. Uh, Bad Batch, we're getting oh yeah, so we're getting all the Bad Batch people again repaint like yes. we, like we predicted. Yes. Uh, which is even funnier because that I think it was the week before celebration. Or at least maybe even like the day before they made this announcement, Brent bought like three of the four Bad Batch guys finally from the ones we got at the store. Yeah, and then they and he's like, I remember him asking me, "Well, I'm sure we'll get they're gonna do a repaint, right?" And I was like, "Oh, probably, but what if they don't?" And so I convinced him to buy the, the the original ones, and then they announced the repaints. Yeah, I'm thinking when they come out with the repaints. Because like Bad Batch, I'd never bought them no. on the first one. Yeah. Hunter is hard to find now. Hunter is like a $100 figure. Well, I'm thinking when they come out with the repaints, I'm probably going to get it because, yeah, I, I like Enjoyed it. Bad Batch now? Yeah. Bad Batch. I'm, I'm, I'm in on Bad Batch. And so, I actually went back and I started watching Rebels after all the Ahsoka news. Yeah. I'm Rebels like, is so good. Yeah. I did watch season one and season two. I just got to watch three, four, and five yeah. and finish it off. Now- the problem, though, we're going to run into with these Bad Batch figures, maybe. Omega is a wide release. Yeah. Like the repaint of Omega. But the releases of Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, and Tech in their new Mercenary gear are all Walmart, Walmart exclusives. Which we could get them up here. Which, yeah, it might we may end up flooded with them and have no problem. Or we may never see them. Yeah. You never know. I There's also they, a uh, clone I, commando. I, I wish they would come out with Crosshair. Yeah, I love Crosshair. Well, they, they already had two Crosshair figures. So I know I love Crosshair though. He's my favorite out of all the Bad Batch, <laughs> and especially well, spoiler, spoilers. Yeah, well, I'm kind of looking forward to probably what they're going to do with Crosshair in season three. Yep, me too. Uh, so back to uh, uh, more releases or announcements. We're getting some more uh, Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary figures. We're getting a new sculpt of R2-D2. Yeah. 
Apparently, this one is better, uh, is more in scale. So it'll be a smaller R2 than the original ones. Because I guess the original ones, if you actually look and put them beside the figures, he's uh, the scale's off. Okay. I did, yeah, it was in my, yep, one of my saved ones of a new R2. So there's a new R2. We're getting a, a new a Jedi Knight Luke. We're getting uh, another Darth Vader. This one, another with the helmet can be removed. Mm-hmm. And we're getting uh, the Emperor's Royal Guard. And I believe all of these ones are on the that the Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary single, like the, the old school card backs. Okay. Uh, now there's going to be some Disney Shop and Pulse exclusives coming our way, if you can find them at Disney Shop and Pulse, you know, and, Dis- and Hasbro Pulse. There is a Jabba the Hutt re-release yes this one is almost it's almost the same as the one that was the san diego exclusive when it first came out just missing the the platform missing the platform and it's supposed to be a new the new updated salacious crumb sculpt yes because when they had that creature pack that was a disney shop exclusive i think that he was one of the creatures in it like that the spider monkey yeah so it's got more articulation and stuff so that one with all of his little bits and bobs and saying it's one of those I kind of want it because I want the stuff, but I don't need another Jabba the Hutt. No, really. What what can they add to Jabba that wasn't on the original? Yeah, Black exactly. Series? There's a Force Spirit three pack. Yes. So we're getting a you know we already we have had a a Ghost Ob- uh, oh Ghost Obi Wan. Now we're getting a Ghost Yoda and Ghost. Anakin to go with it. I'm well, maybe it's old guy in me, but I'm still yeah. upset that it's not Sebastian Shaw. Yeah, but that it's uh, Hayden. Hayden. And then, oh, uh, so actually, this is a, a good one. Too bad it's a Disney Shop exclusive. Uh, we're getting a Doc Ondor, so he's like the guy that runs like the shop. Where you can buy like antiquities at Galaxy's Edge. Oh, okay. He's an Ithorian. So, you know, the guy's the big, like almost like a big slug head. Mm-hmm. It's the first time we've had an Ithorian in Black Series. Okay. So, it's cool to get a whole new alien, but he's a Disney Shop exclusive. And, you know, they closed all our Disney stores. So, yeah. We're getting a new Gaming Great Darth Maul. Okay. And they're calling this, well, this is Gaming Great Darth Maul Old Master. So I don't know what game he's from. Like this one. Oh, actually, I did. I looked. It's supposed to be one of. It said it was a, a Battlefront Two, which he's barely in that game, but he's in there. Like it's just like every other main character, where it's like an unlockable that you can use. So I wouldn't even. Like it's a good excuse to get another Darth Maul. Yeah. But it's more like this is Darth Maul from like. Uh, Hans, like the the solo movie era, and going into Rebels, like old master time so that's interesting and then the just announced the other day as part of the mando monday they're doing a r5d4 so that's the uh the, the droid that mando by or gets yep. to help him it's funny because i just watched the finale of mando yes and how r5 you know basically for a bit part in star wars yep Episode four. You know, he's the one with the bad motivator. Yes. How R5 is really developed as a character as much as an astromech can have a character. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was one of those Star Wars books where they had a bunch of the kind of side small short stories. Uh, like, I don't, like the 
from a certain point of view, I think it was called. I think there's a story about him in that where while they're in the sand crawler, Art 2 is talking to him and explains to him that he's on this mission mm-hmm. and how he has to get out of there and has to go on this mission and find Obi-Wan, you know, do all this. And that's why um, R5 kind of like self-destructs mm. after he gets bought so that R2 can be bought and get out of there and carry on his mission. Yeah, I really don't take that in Mando because it's just more like R5 is just scared. Yeah, exactly. So, But it's great to see R5 back and getting yeah. a starring role. And then we get another, you know, I like droids. Droids are great. Well, and especially with, you know, Din Din Djarin not liking droids. Yeah. And how he... Had to yeah. rely on this droid for a few things. And <laughs> he asks R5 for stuff and ends up doing stuff for IG-11. Yeah. So. I like when he's like telling him he has to do something and he's like beeping back to him. He's like, I don't, I don't speak di- uh, binary. Just <laughs> just do it. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> uh, that one. And then, uh, oh, we're getting, oh, so they had a new announcement for the helmets. Mm-hmm. We are getting an Ahsoka clone helmet. I've okay. seen that the uh, in the final season of Clone Trooper, uh, Clone Wars. So the uh, I guess the Phase Three. I think it's a Phase Three helmet with the uh, Ahsoka paint job. Okay. And then just I don't neither one of us really collect the vintage series anymore. Than maybe the odd thing here and there, uh, but they did announce the Mandalorian's N one Starfighter. Yes, which I'd be very tempted to buy. But I think it's like 150 bucks. Like the price on yeah. three and a quarter inch vehicles has gotten stupid. The sculpt would be good and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just like I remember when he first got that in Book of Boba Fett, you started seeing all the stories of people going out and grabbing the old episode one Naboo fighters to mod them and repaint them yeah. and how the price on them went and it just skyrocketed because of it. It's like, yeah. ugh. And that's all I've got. Well, there is one other thing that popped up on my radar Ooh, and we okay. don't normally talk about, but yep. uh, it's poignant this week. Um, now, of course, if you, when you're listening to this, just rewind and say, oh, this is last week's stuff. But uh, there was a 30th anniversary Power Rangers announcement this week. Oh, was there? Okay. And I have fallen down the rabbit hole of Power Rangers. Yes, Power, you have. Power Rangers was never really on my radar much. Yep. Um, I watched it a bit in 1993 when it first came out. Yep. Never really watched Power Rangers since. Power Rangers is now on Netflix. Yes. And, and they just had their like little movie. So April 19th. Power Rangers 30th anniversary, always and forever. Yes. Or once and always. Something like that. Anyways, um, it came out. Um, so I watched all of season one now of Power Rangers. I watched the the movie. The movie is really good. Which one? The new movie? The new movie. Oh, the, so the 30th is, anniversary movie is really good. Is is it only like is it like a feature length movie? Time, uh, it's it like, like an, an hour, hour and ten minutes. Okay, I thought it was, I thought I saw a thing that looked like it was only like an hour and change. So, it's like okay. it's like that's good. Then it's three just, episodes. Okay. Um, original Blue Ranger, original Black Ranger, second Pink Ranger, second Red Ranger are back. Okay. Um, but they still reference 
first red, first pink, and green. Nice. So they, and they even, short story, Mm -hmm. um, basically the very beginning of the episode, they are fighting against Rita. Yep. And Rita kills Trini. Yellow Ranger. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which actually, the actress who played Yellow Ranger died back in 2001 in a car accident. Yeah. Um, but she has a daughter. Sorry, the character has a daughter who then finds out her mom was a Power Ranger. She wants to become a Power Ranger. Okay. And basically, they fast forward a year later. Rita comes up with a plan to try to take over the Earth. As she does. And Billy... You know, original Blue Ranger yep. works at trying to recruit a bunch of Rangers. Okay. So not only, so like, you know, Kimberly, Jason, and Tommy all get captured by Rita. So he goes to find Rocky and Cat, who are the second. Like Rocky is the okay. second red, Cat is the second pink. pink. He recruits them to help. Um. And one of the things is, is like, once you're a ranger, you're always a ranger. So there's just all these power rangers out there. It was really good. I enjoyed it. But there was a 30th anniversary stream this week. Okay. We already have, so the Lightning Collection, they've already had several releases. Yes. As I'm now going back into the research because I didn't want to fall down this hole, but I'm falling down this hole. So, before you get too far down this hole into your thing of it, I have been watching like I've been keeping an a, a side eye on those figures cuz they yes. have some nice looking figures. Yep. Of them all, all I would really ever have interest would would be the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes. Those are the That's only the ones, ones I, I have would ever care about. Same here. And right now, really, the only one I even want is the Pink Ranger, because I bought that Pink Ranger Morpher for like the, the replica that was like a seventy dollar for like seventeen dollars yeah. on like clearance at GameStop the one time. So I kind of like if I ever actually take it out and set up a little display, it's like, well, I need a Pink Ranger to go with my Pink Ranger Morpher. Well, so there was already one Pink Ranger already out. Yep. So what they did was in that in the Power Rangers line the lightning series. Yes. They came out with all the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with two heads, helmet and regular. Well, then they came out with the lightning deluxe. So they came out with Billy with two heads plus several sets of hands, plus the morpher, plus the weapon. Nice. Plus these lightning effects. Okay. So they came out with Trini. They came out with Billy. So this week, they announced they're coming out with Tommy. Okay. So which, green, which color? Green Ranger. Ooh, okay. They're coming out with Jason. Yep. So Red Ranger. They're coming out with Zach, Black Ranger. Yep. They're coming out with Kimberly, Pink Ranger. Yep. All with their... Accessor their power weapons, so the sword, the dragon dagger, the the bow, the, bow. the axe. Nice. Okay. They're also coming out with three different versions of their blaster. So the blaster in holster version, the blaster in like dagger version, yeah. and the blaster in blaster version. Okay. Plus the two heads, plus the lightning. 
So that all hit pre-order. Now, are those the ones now in the, that, you, that you can see some of them that have, have been coming out in the windowless packaging? Is it that line? No, they are. I think they're in windowed packaging. Oh, okay. There have been some new re-releases of you know showing up. Like I've seen them at Walmart in yeah. like windowless packaging, and that's where I saw. I think there was a blue and a black already done, and it's like there's like a, just a couple at a time. So I wasn't sure if it was those ones or or well, what, but that'll be interesting to keep an eye out for. Yeah. So I didn't want to, but now I want. <laughs> have you to. pre-ordered them already? I haven't pre-ordered, but they're like. Hmm. God, they're like fifty bucks. Oh, here. American? So, yeah. Ouch! Fifty bucks American for them? No, fifty bucks Canadian. Oh, Canadian! I was like, Jesus. But even that, yeah, no, I can't. I'm not. Yeah, they sound really cool. I'm not spending fifty dollars on Power Ranger figures. Yeah, well, I've been sort of watching them on. Uh, I've been watching them on Amazon. And, okay, waiting for sales. Uh, yeah, the price is sort of dropping a little bit. That's so. good. Anyways, um, yeah, as I said, I really didn't want to fall down the Power Rangers hole, but I've been watching Power Rangers on Netflix because it it just recently got released on Netflix, yeah. and I'm sort of just been obsessed with Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to go to the next obsession, which would be cosplaying. Uh, and I've like looked it up, yeah, um, especially the. I know what who who the most popular rangers are. Yeah. Um yeah, green, white. To me, I always liked Billy. Yeah. Like Blue Ranger was always my favorite, which it's not very popular, so like uh, Big Bad Toy Store has the Blue Ranger Hasbro helmet for oh. like 90 bucks. Ooh. Not bad, considering. No, it's not bad, well, that's American, though. I know I can find the 3D print files, but yeah, but we've already seen what happens sometimes if you don't measure your pre- 3D print yeah. files, right? So, like a hundred bucks is not that bad to buy no. a helmet. Oh, no. No, so, it's not. so yeah, yeah, I just I dropped two on a lightsaber. So yeah, so there's uh, if you are a Power, Power Rangers fan, um, go watch go watch the 30th anniversary. It's if you watch the original series, it's good. Like it, it's really good. It's sort of an update. the The action scenes are a little bit more advanced. Um, plus, it really just goes back to, you know, thirty years ago. If you like the stuff in '93, it takes it to 2003. Yeah, um, it hits that nostalgia button. Uh, plus, there is a Comic Con. I am planning to go to. It's in Pennsylvania. It's in July, and Walter E. Jones is going to be there, who played the originals Black Power Ranger. Oh, okay. So, I'm thinking of, you know, like it's funny because David Yost, who played Billy, yep, he was at Hamilton Comic Con years ago, yep, and a buddy of mine was his table handler. So I went over to the table and started talking to my buddy, and I look over at David and I'm like, hey, hey, Dave, how are you? You know, like yeah. I was a fan of uh, you Blue Power, Power Ranger, but not but, like yeah. to fanboy no. over him. It'd be much different now. Yeah. Like now, it'd be It'd like be more okay, interested in talking to him. Yeah. Get a photo with you. Um. All right, so that's our future figures. 
let's get into talking toys. Okay. So, um, friends of mine over at uh, Geeks and Co. Uh, they have a podcast every Thursday night that's live on YouTube and available later on wherever you get your podcasts. They are. Uh, it's called the Geeks Geek Boutique Podcast. I was a guest. Yes, you were. The topic this week was top 10 retro toys. And they thought, well, who better to have on at, to talk about retro toys than me? Than the toy ex, than a toy expert. And of course From a being toy podcast. Yeah, of course like being a clumsy waiter, I dropped the name of our podcast many As many you many should. times. Um, so yeah, I, many, many times during the podcast, I told them about, uh, Tales from Collectiverse. Anyways, so I thought it'd be fun to, for you and me to debate the top 10 retro toys okay. on Geek Boutique Podcast, which if you want to go find out the list, go to YouTube, check out Geek Boutique, of course, like, and subscribe, which, uh, will help them out. Go to episode 86 under the live stream and you will find the top 10 retro podcast where you will see me where I actually decided to take my computer out to the bunker and record live. A little bit of, got a little bit clunky at the end because I lost uh, cell service in the bunker, but hey, I live in the country. I don't get the greatest cell service. But um, the way it is, uh, it's a three person round table. We all put our our thoughts in for a top 10 topic and debate and rank. Now, as we're talking, I put this up on the screen so Ryan and I can see what the top 10 currently is. Um, now, I'm actually going to fast forward this a little bit to the end because... I actually had a dark horse at the end that ended up being number one. Okay. It wasn't even on my list to be number one. But after uh, talking to the crowd, mm. ah, there we go. Um, so after looking at the comments in the, uh, the, the live chat, um, now, of course, my number one. When they asked me what my number one toy was. Like, um, I'm sitting in a building that, that, that I built to house it? Literally, that's what I said. So, G.I. Joe was my number one. Of course. Um, so, what ended up happening was... Uh, um, just fast forward one more second here. Oh, no. So, there's our final list. Um, all right. So our final list, and I'll read them off here going from 10 to number one. Okay. So number 10, a yo-yo. Number nine, easy bake oven. Okay. So before we get any further, okay, I can understand that. I guess those are timeless. Well, especially the yo-yo is a timeless toy. Yes. But I would not put it in my top 10 toys of all time, like favorite toys. It is a timeless toy, but it also has a time limit to it. Well, one of the discussions was um, something like Yo-Yo. 
Everybody owns one. Or has at one time. I don't, yeah, I don't every, have, everyone. I don't have one at home right now. No, but everyone has owned a yo-yo at yeah. some point in their life. But is it a, I even kind of said, like, is it a timeless toy or a toy of its time? Like, do people yeah. own one, but they have no attachment to it? Yeah. It's a thing. And then- the the level of people who have passion for a yo-yo is very limited in comparison to people who would have passion for, say, Transformers. Yep. Don't. So, I agree. So, anyways, uh, number 10 was yo-yo. Number nine was Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. No, that shouldn't be on a top 10 list. Now that one there. In the live chat, there was a lot of girls and boys who grew up with Easy Bake Oven. Yes. But just like a yo-yo, it's a t- it's a toy you have at a certain age or a certain time. Mm-hmm. How many of those same people are going out and collecting Easy Bake Ovens? Uh, but that's where that was the other discussion we had. Okay, what is a retro toy and what is a collectible? And okay, so he, so one of the so, parameters. So, okay, so to counter that, would I? I don't know if I would even call an Easy Bake Oven a toy. Um, to their argument last night, you would find it in a toy aisle. You find a lot of things in the toy aisle. Well, um, actually, and the other thing is when I was doing the research, when Easy Bake Oven came up, and this is one of the thoughts I had, and was like, well, it kind of, 16 million Easy Bake Ovens have been sold. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. It's, it's been around for forever. Yep. I never had one. But it's it's one of those, hey, well, the way it ranked, yeah, that's the way a top 10 goes sometimes. Oh, no. So, yeah. So, number nine was Easy Bake Oven. Number eight, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That, yeah, that that's a franchise, you know, I could, whether I'm a fan or not, yes, I'm a fan, but you could easily make the argument it belongs in the top 10 list because if you look at every five years, it gets reinvented. Yeah. And they sell the hell out of toys for five years, and then there's a new cartoon and a new toy line for five more years. It's a generational action figure. Yes. And it's only been around since the early, uh, the late 80s, early 90s. Yep. Uh, number seven, Hot Wheels. Yeah. No problem. Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels was one of those ones where even now you still see guys in their 70s oh, yeah. in the Hot Wheels like, aisle. And when you talk to people that work in toy stores, usually the ones, the worst collectors they deal with are Hot Wheels collectors. Yes. Uh, number six, Play-Doh. Uh, yep. I understand. I can see it being on the list, whether it should be this high on the list. I don't know. Um, but I guess if you're going to put Easy Bake Ovens in the toys, then Play-Doh deserves to be in the toys as well. Something like Play-Doh, like some of the little details, like two billion cans of Play-Doh have been yep. sold. And if you really start looking, thinking about it, look at all the other things, accessories. You know, you always just think of like the little squishy thing, but then yeah. there's always like different molds and other things. You know, there's lots of Play-Doh stuff. Yeah. I think Play-Doh was bigger in the 80s than what it is now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, Play-Doh is still one of those almost like a slinky or yo-yo. Yep. It is a timeless toy. Yep. And it will always be around. Yeah, you don't need, you don't need a 
animated series. You don't need a storyline. You don't need anything to sell Play-Doh. Here, you give it to little kids, you tell them not to eat it, and they make stuff. Yeah, the product sells itself. Yeah. Number five, G.I. Joe. Yep. Well, we all know our thoughts on G.I. Joe. Yes. Number four, Transformers. Same thing. Yep, Transformers belongs on there. It's a giant franchise. There's lots of toys. Now, is it a little high? If it was... If it was further back on the list, I wouldn't argue with that though. Yeah. The the one of the discussions was GI Joe and Transformers basically are interchangeable with each other. I can understand that. You know, it's the same it's it's both Hasbro, yep. both had animated series, both yep. are could be kind of tied to each other. Yep. Um, I think Transformers probably has a larger fan base. Yes. Mostly, though, because it's not a war toy. Well, the other thing that edged Transformers a little bit over G.I. Joe is because there was that span between 1993 and 2000 where G.I. Joe... Was dead. Was dead. Yep. And just Transformers has still had a bigger market share. Yeah. Had cartoons, since. had live-action movies. Yeah. And it's, it's easier, it's more accessible... Across the world. Yep. Uh, number three, Star Wars. Yep, no problem. Star Wars has got to be on here. It's most, half of this of the list we've just talked about wouldn't exist the way that they are and sold if it weren't for Star Wars action figures. Star Wars, when the Kenner line came out in 77, changed action figures. It changed forever. the game. Yeah. Lucas was smart. He said the smartest move he made when making those movies was keeping the toy rights. Because at that point... No. What do you mean? Oh, you go back and watch Toys That Made Us? Yeah. Lucas got screwed. No, he... I thought he kept the no, rights. No, 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 no. Fox didn't... The no. movie people no. didn't. Kenner got the rights. Okay, I thought they part of the con part of the contract was no part of the contract was Lucas had to be guaranteed he was going to make ten thousand dollars per year on the toys. Oh, really? Okay. As soon as he did not make ten thousand, the rights reverted back to him. Oh, so they just had to write him a check for ten thousand dollars. Yeah, except for Hasbro forgot to do it. Oh, did they? <laughs> So just before Phantom Menace, the right the toy rights reverted back to Lucasfilm. Oh, well, good for them. And then that's where Hasbro ended up renegotiating like one of the biggest toy deals for a licensed property. Okay. So no, other than but that, still, I know that he will at least he still he had the rights to be able to make that deal. Like he didn't let the the studio have those rights. No, no, he had the rights, but no, like the Star Wars movies have made seven billion dollars. The Star Wars toys have made fourteen billion. I was going to say at least double that. Yeah. Yes. So he did not get rich off of the toys. No. Uh, okay, so number two on the list. Still one of the biggest toys ever since it was introduced. Usually makes upwards of a billion dollars a year in the last several years. Barbie. Yep. Barbie. Barbie belongs on the list for sure. Barbie. Now, Barbie spent most of the night 
as number one. Yeah, I saw that as you were going yeah. through there. Yep. Uh, Barbie, its market share has never dropped. Yep. Uh, Barbie has always been the top when it comes down to that sort of toy. Uh, and now Barbie was number one on most of the night, and I had it as one of my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. And then just thinking about it, I was looking at the comments. Lego. Yeah. It's funny because it's, it's really, it's a toy line you don't think about because it's always there. Yeah. A 90 year history. Um, they, it is a multi-billion dollar franchise. It uh, has lost money at times, especially go back, watch Toys That Made Us for yep. the Lego section. What? They have done really well is the multiple versions of the toy, whether it's just the basic building blocks that we all owned as kids mm-hmm. or Duplo when, when we were in preschool or nursery, the Lego sets, as you know, for example, the several thousand of dollars, um, Star Wars sets. Yeah. Well, even just the, you know, the cowboy sets, the castle sets, the pirate sets. Like, yeah. They have, yeah, it's a toy line that, yeah, it's because really the only thing that holds back play is your, the, the number of blocks you have and your imagination. Yeah. So like, like the stuff people can make out of Lego. That's why. So I don't know if you've seen these shows. There's, um, Two, there's Lego Masters and Lego Masters Australia. They're a survivor type show where it's like it's teams of two. Usually, it's a brother and a sister, or mother, you know, family, you know, husband and wife, family members, or best friends, whatever, and they compete in teams and build Lego things. Each week, there's a different topic. Sometimes they have to pick a minifig and then build something for that minifig. Like uh, last, just last night, on I was watching uh, uh, Lego Masters Australia, and it was an Avengers episode. Mm-hmm. So they've got what they call the Lego Pit, which is like a room filled with every Lego piece and multiple copies of them. So when they have like a special theme, like the Avengers one, they open up a special room that has just the parts that you would only find in Avengers sets and like or like Marvel sets and then Marvel minifigs. So the theme was MC was like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so they had to go pick a box and open the box and it had a minifig. And the minifig had a name of a setting. And so they had to create something like a scene in that setting that showed like action and movement without using like electric parts, like yep. any kind of moves. So the, there was one was for, one had, they had was Asgard, one was the Helicarrier, one was Avengers Tower, one was Wakanda, and one was um, the Sanctum Sanctorum. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that these guys, these people made, was great. And yeah, like I just, I'm always amazed at some of the stuff that they can create. They're given a time limit. You know, I think they had ten hours. To build these these big Lego scenes, and yeah, it's it's the talent on these shows is crazy. It makes me want to have a room full of Legos and just learn how to build Lego things. Yeah, well, and it's funny too. Like I even mentioned in the podcast last night, was 
like the the patent on Lego expired. Yes. So other companies could make their own bricks. Their own bricks that you would know be we've next. seen them like yep. you know the 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 connects the Creos all that kind of stuff. Lego is still number one. Yep. You know, like because okay, like Creos years ago. Well, G.I. Joe and Transformers had Creo. We haven't seen anything with Creo since. Pretty much, yeah. I know there's uh, Mega Block now. They're the ones that do like the, the He Man ones. Yep. I think they also do like Call of Duty and Halo. Yeah. So that's one thing that I found. You know, I think they mentioned it in the, the, the Toys That Made Us or in one of those shows. Lego won't do like I guess mature or rated R um Lego sets or franchises. They won't do war toys. Yeah. But they, they considered Star Wars was fantasy. Yeah. But, but that's why like you see you won't see like that's why you see like Mega Block do Call of Duty and yeah. Halo and stuff like they because yeah. Lego isn't interested in those yeah. franchises. So there we go. Lego, Barbie, Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Play Doh, Hot Wheels, TMNT Easy Bake Oven, and a yo-yo. Now, there's five other items that were our runners-up. Yep. So, where do you see these in comparison to the top 10? So, number 11 was He-Man. Yep. Would you have him in the top 10 or just sitting on the outside? I think 11's a good spot for He-Man. It was... It was a toy, a toy of its time. Yes. Like it was the be all end all. It was a hit, but then it fizzled out. Yes, and I think yes, we are fans of the new toys. I'm trying not to buy them. You're buying a bunch of them, but it hasn't. It's gained, nostalgia fueled. It hasn't gained what it was. No, even with the new kids Netflix cartoon and those toys with it, I don't know how many kids are buying those yeah. toys. No, it's not the same as it was. Uh, number 12 on the list was My Little Pony. If that would have been in the top 10, I would have, wouldn't have been surprised because it, it is a big, it, big time girl toy for sure. It spent a lot of time in the top 10 and eventually got knocked out. Yeah. Now, again, you had three guys from the 80s yeah. ranking this. We did take a lot of intake in from the comments, but um, I think my little pony should have been higher up especially like compared to easy bake oven or a yo-yo well yeah yeah in my opinion but again it's you know that's different why style of toys and different you know exactly yeah. collecting toys my little pony the same thing is never really lost hasn't really lost momentum never really ceased production no i think there's one there's one yeah there's always been something there's been highs yeah and lows but it's always yeah, there's always been Something from My Little Pony out yep. there. Uh, number 13 was Etch-A-Sketch. Once again, I don't know if to me that would... Yeah, I, that shouldn't be this high on on, on a list. <laughs> that, it is a... It, you know, it's another one, I guess, is it a timeless toy? Like it's, it's an old toy. Really only since the 60s. Yeah, but still that's an old toy. Compared to a lot of this, a yeah. lot of toys on this list. It, it's one of those, and I made the argument... Everyone has owned an Etch-A-Sketch at some point, but how many people have a passion for an Etch-A-Sketch? Exactly. Versus, like, anything else on the list. Yep. Um, number 14, we debated this on the pre-show over on uh, 
Messiah Complex's Instagram. We debated it on this show. I think because the two of them might have had... I don't consider it a toy. Yeah, me neither. But a big wheel. Yeah, that's a bike. Yes. We got into the argument. I said, where would you find a big wheel? You would find it in the back with the, the bicycles. And yeah. they said, no, you would have found it in the toy section. I'm no, like, you wouldn't have. Well, not in the toy section I ever went into because I never seen a big wheel. Yeah. Um, I never owned a big wheel. I had... I had at least one, if not more. I'm pretty sure I, I had a Knight Rider big wheel. So it had like the little, like the sticker on the front that looked like his little, the little back and forth thing. And I remember the the, the gauge that looked like the, the yeah. gauge from the car. And, yeah. But even something like a big wheel, because it that was the brand, and the brand disappeared. Yeah. Before the '90s. Oh yeah. No. It. It I I saw it on the list while it was going yeah. through before and I was just waiting to say yeah that shouldn't be on this list to me that was that's a, like saying my little red wagon yeah well and and I looked as big wheels is just a version of a tricycle yeah um, uh, number fifteen on the list was Cabbage Patch Kids I can understand the argument for it yes uh, but because it was a big hit. It was massive. You know, I had a Cabbage Patch Kid. Uh, it's probably still kicking around my parents' basement somewhere. But I don't know. It didn't really have staying power. Like, it, there's been stuff of Cabbage Patch Kid stuff off and on, but it has. It, never, it didn't maintain that level. So the one thing with Cabbage Patch Kids is it's actually a licensed product. Yeah. It's, it's licensed by, it's manufactured by a company, but it's licensed from another company. Something like G.I. Joe is a product within a manufacturer. Yep. Transformers, G.I. Joe, Barbie, Hot Wheels, they're like, they are owned by Hasbro. They are owned by Mattel. Cabbage Patch Kids was licensed to Coleco. Coleco went out of business in 88. Okay. During the time of its life, it was licensed to Jack Pacific. It was licensed to Hasbro. So I think that's a little bit different because somebody is paying a fee to sell this product. The same thing could be said for Star Wars. They were licensed. It was licensed. Really, it was only licensed to two companies. Well, that's just because they managed to keep the contract and stay in business. Yeah. But, you know, Star Wars is a licensed product, but they've made a deal where basically it's never going to go anywhere else. Um, same with, if you look at say WWF figures, the license has jumped around, but basically like it's found a home where it's mutually exclusive. Um, now definitely like Barbie GI Joe transformers. That's the best deal. You own the license. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. You don't have to pay somebody else for an intellectual property that you created. Yeah. Uh, but Cabbage Patch Kids was huge. Yep. Like, I remember, you know, in the 80s, like, my sister had one Cabbage Patch Kid and got invited to a Cabbage Patch Kid birthday party. <laughs> Not, it's a my birthday party, bring your Cabbage Patch Kids. It's... 
it's my Cabbage Patch Kids birthday. birthday party. Bring your Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah. But that's funny. No, it. But no, yep. But it, it's it's very tough to remember toys that go that nuts of what a Cabbage Patch Kid was. Yeah. Like the the like Tickle Me Elmo was. Shit, maybe that should have been on the list. Remember when Tickle Me yeah, Elmo came see, out? That was insane. Yeah, but that was one like one year, really one Christmas. Yeah, it was one, one Christmas, year. but it was. I wouldn't still- say it belongs on a top because I was just say if that's the case. You could almost make the same argument then for Care Bears. Well, Care Bears was one of my honorable mentions. But the other thing is, is again, there was no criteria. Yeah. So when it came down to top 10 retro toys, like are we talking like, like something? Stuffed animals, dolls. Are, are we talking something like, like like a brand? Or a actual toy. Like yep. imagine, like look at something like a hula hoop. Yeah. And even uh, one of the comments was, well, what about a Frisbee? Yes, Frisbee is a toy. But that's like an individual item. Yeah. Not well, a franchise. You could even say it's a, you know, more of a, it's a sporting good. If you, you know, because it's an you yeah. You could, but. Then you could also say Barbie's just a dress-up doll. Yeah. So, but you, but you, you know, you could make the argument that you'll, you'll, you'll find the toy, like a Barbie in the toy aisle, where you could find a frisbee in the sporting goods. Yeah, but it, it, it's, you know, like, you know, other honorable mentions or oh, stuff no, that sure. was mentioned was like Rubik's cube. Yep. Or Slinky. See, Rubik's cube, I always count more that as a board game, like in like a game because it's a puzzle. Not a toy. Yeah. Like Slinky, I could see the argument for it's a toy, but I mean like, okay, it's a Slinky. It's not a, a, it, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want it on my top ten toys list. I could see it in a top twenty list because like you said, it's a timeless toy. Everybody has every, you know, everybody knows what a slinky is. Everybody probably has had a slinky or a slinky knockoff in their life. I think everyone's ordered as owned a slinky, but the same argument I made, I made was everyone's owned a slinky, but what attachment do you have to exactly. a slinky? Yep. Now, Rubik's Cube, is it a puzzle? Is it a game? Is it a toy? Don't know. There's some people who, like, I enjoy the Rubik's Cube. I can solve the Rubik's Cube. So I... Like, to me, it's like my version of a fidget spinner. Yeah. Like, I find it calming and relaxing. Um, I'm not one of the, Like, I can solve it within two minutes. Oh, nice. I, I'm not one of these guys who can solve in, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> I have, you know, like, even back... But again, the Rubik's Cube was a craze. Oh, yeah. And I remember back in, like, 1982, we read like the book fair at school and they had the guide on how to solve the Rubik's cube. So we bought the book and I still have the book. Oh, nice. But I memorized the book because I used to sit there with the book and do the Rubik's cube. Eventually do enough times. I memorized how to do it. So yeah, I'm not one of these people who can get it done. Like whatever, 
30 seconds or seven seconds or 10 seconds. Yeah. I can do it in two minutes because I have a process. Yeah. But I find the process is relaxing. So, but uh, now anything, um, anything on that list do you think should be there that isn't? Oh, do I have something to add to it? Yeah. I don't know because I really haven't, you know, without having had the time ahead of time to think about it. Um, yeah, I don't know because I think a lot of the stuff that it's, you know, I can say, oh, there's no like, there's no superhero stuff on there. Uh, one of but, my honorable mentions was DC superpowers. Yeah, because I was going to say, then you have to think of, well, which one, what would you put on and yeah. how, because DC superpowers or like the, the the old Marvel ones, but it's like you know even myself, I never had any of those, so yeah, I wouldn't really you know, Marvel Secret Wars. Yeah, Marvel Secret Wars was out there, but yeah. I would even say if you want to look at it as current, I'd say Marvel Legends was more influential. Yeah, Marvel Universe, Marvel Legends for sure, but yeah. that they're not retro toys though. No, but no, I. Definitely was a very interesting discussion. I oh, think, I it, and, yeah. and it really comes down to whatever your fandom is. Yep. Yes. It's like, me, what did you play with as a kid? For me, GI Joe would still be number one. Yep. Um, am I happy it was number five? No, I think it should have been higher. But again, between GI Joe and Transformers, they are interchangeable with each yep. other. And I really, I couldn't come up with an argument to fight Transformers because it's like. Well, yeah, I do like Transformers as well. And up and until 1987, actually, sorry, up until 1989, I owned more Transformers than G.I. Joe. Yeah. Just happened to be that my interest in Transformers sort of died down and my love for G.I. Joe ramped up. Yeah. And, well, I said last night in the podcast... Optimus Prime is still one of my top five characters of all time. Like, I put him up there with Han Solo. Like, as in, like, I really, really, really <laughs> like Optimus Prime. Yeah. And there's not too many G.I. Joe characters who would surplant Optimus Prime as my favorite. Nice. Now, I, you know, my favorite G.I. Joe character is General Hawk. But it's not like General Hawk is showing up on tons of merchandising. No. Is like what Optimus Prime is. No. He's no snake eyes. He's no certain slaughter. Yes. So. Well, if you can't think of anything else you would add to the list. No. Um, I did say another honorable mention I had was Power Rangers. Just because in that early 90s, like, Power guess, Rangers yeah, it's old was. old enough now that yeah, it can be a retro toy. Well, it. It was it was enough to kill G.I. Joe. Uh, Power Ranger sales did eclipse G.I. Joe, and that was one of the oh, things. Oh, yeah, no, I, for sure, the toy sales. I, yeah. Back then when they came out, but I'm just like, you know, yeah, it's like, you know, part of my brain is like, oh, Power Rangers aren't that old, but then we were just having that discussion where it's the 30th anniversary of yes. Power Rangers. It's like, yeah, no, they're old, so are we. Well, and one of my discussions of TMNT, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was, because like JS and Jeff never really collected them. And I'm like, they are, st you can find them everywhere. Yeah. Well, look, you can walk into Walmart and right now and they're doing re-releases 
of those original figures. You go into a thrift cards. store, you go into a comic book shop, you can yeah. always find turtles. Yep. Yeah. Whether it's a old school, the second cartoon, the third cartoon, yeah. the, the first live action movies, the Michael Bay live action movies, yeah. the new net like shorter cartoons. In months, we're going to be getting the new movie cartoons. So yeah, like I said, it's a generational toy. Like there's, they reinvent it every like five or six years. Like they'll usually do like a five seasons of a show. Maybe maybe give it a year off, and then there's a new version out. Yeah. So no, that it mutates and evolves. Yep. So, anyways, go check out Geeks and Co. Episode eighty six on YouTube. You can uh, you can find the whole list. And, uh, you know, just make a comment or send us a message, uh, actually make a comment on, uh, on Geeks and Co on YouTube there and let them know that we agree, agree, disagree. Um, yeah. Even make a comment saying, Hey, we heard this on the, uh, Tales from Collectiverse podcast. Anyways. Where, that's but that's about it. There we go. Yeah, time yeah. to wrap this one up. So, Ryan, where can people find you when they don't find you here? Well, you can still find me on this channel on the main show, True North Nerds, with Brent Jenton, uh, Brent Brent Gent, Gent, Brent Jen and Kevin. Yep. Um, last week, we Kevin and I talked briefly about our seeing uh, Super Mario Brothers the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure this next episode we will be doing our final wrap-up review of The Mandalorian. Yes. Now that it's finished. Um, and who knows? I think Brent and Jen were supposed to see Super, uh, Super Mario's with their uh, nephews this weekend, too. So well, well, there's always plenty to talk about. Oh, perfect. That, and then I post on our on our um, Instagram, at uh, Tales from Collectiverse, where we post our pictures of all of those toys we bought by, so... Um, as far as myself, you can find me on uh, all social media under Snowhawk Cosplay. As I said, I will be at uh, Calgary Expo when this episode drops, either now or after. Um, and um, I'll post a lot of content. I am hoping to find uh, David Harbour there. I'll be taking my Red Guardian cosplay with me. It's the first time I've been traveling with a, a suit. But anyways, nice. hopefully it makes it in one piece. But uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, Make sure you, you know, hit like and subscribe. I guess that's what you're supposed to say on podcasts. Uh, And also make sure you... Don't be afraid to rate us. Tell tell your friends about us. Yep. And uh, make sure you, uh, as I said, uh, go over and check out our friends over at Geek Boutique Podcast on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And let's kick her over to Rex to get us out of here. Thank you for listening to Tales from the Collectorverse. You can connect with Tales from the Collectorverse on Facebook and Instagram. Tell us some of your tales and share your collections. Tales from the Collectorverse is a co-production of True North Nerds and Snowhawk Cosplay.